Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the I don't know which is worse edition. Oh my god. <laughs> it sounds like we're about to launch into a game of Would You Rather. It, yeah, it really is. It really is, and there's only two options, and it really sucks. <laughs> I, I may or may not have uh, read the headline, which you should say immediately, uh, and it's rough. <laughs> okay. Today, in between 047... Man hiccups for 68 years straight. Yes. And another man's rectum fell out. <laughs> which would you rather have? Oh, you know what? Um, believe it or not, this, and this will become clear, very clear at the end. Uh-huh. I, I, would, I would choose the hiccups. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know what I would choose. <laughs> I like how I acted surprised, and then I'm like, I don't know. I'm on the fence. <laughs> oh, um, re- well, you know what? I'm Jill Chacha. <laughs> and uh, I am with the uh, on the fence, Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> I am on the fence. I can't decide if I want to lose a rectum or have hiccups for <laughs> basically 70 years. Right. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive for 70 more years. Fuck if I know. I, that's why I picked the hiccups. <laughs> but, uh, well, if this is your first time listening, <laughs> welcome to the flock. Welcome um, to the flock. You know, sincerely welcome. Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. That's so. That's right. <laughs> I had no idea what we were going to talk about until about 50 seconds ago. Yeah. The only teaser, sometimes I get a teaser uh, for this episode was Jill said uh, it has to do with butts. Yes. Uh, which is great. Yeah. Um, but then I heard <laughs> the title and I'm like, uh, it's not like fun butts. It's like a serious butt problem. It's it's. The first story is butt adjacent. Okay. And the second story is heavily butt. I can imagine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of butt talk yeah. to, to uh, hear about how someone's rectum fell, fell, fell oh, out. Yeah. I also just got back from Fire Island, so I am like horrified <laughs> for a lot of the men who were on Fire Island yeah. and oh, of God. this happening. Oh, Bless uh, their hearts. Bless them. Bless them. Bless Fire Island. Um, well, yeah, we've got a doozy of a show today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Before we get into the stories, uh, I want to take a moment to thank our newest listener, member of the flock, <gasps> and the latest revu- reviewer, pardon me, over at Apple Podcasts, Dr. Marissa, would you join me please in thanking R.K. Podowski by reading their outstanding review. Nothing yeah. in the world would Here make it me is. happier. All right. The title of the review is, This Podcast Makes Me More Interesting. Fuck yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's the review. I don't even know how I found myself in this podcast, p- podcast space, but here I am taking it all in, squirreling away each fun fact to use as a means to jumpstart social interactions among equally socially awkward people. End of review. Uh, R.K. Podowski. Amazing. I've never felt so close to a listener's (laughs) review before. 
Uh, as someone who just spent a lot of time on an island socializing with a lot of people. Yeah. It, How helpful. This was really helpful <laughs> to just pull out an awesome science fact to like blow everyone's mind. Especially yeah. to make up for the fact that I am so socially awkward yeah. in real life. So it's, I am so glad you feel the same. And I'm so glad yeah. that you enjoy this podcast. Yeah. I love it. It's please, please use every story you hear on this podcast to amaze and horrify your friends or people you just meet, just like Marissa did. It's, it's, really, it's exactly the whole point of this podcast. Yes. We so. want you to take these facts <laughs> And use them in real life. It's yeah. it's so much fun. It'll make you look cool. Yeah. And, dude, there are so many other nerds out there. You bring them out of their nerd closets. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, and if you start a conversation about, you know, the guy whose rectum fell out and the person doesn't run away after you start that conversation, that's a friend. Yeah, they're a keeper. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you you go. can even bring this information to a date. Which is how we met. That's actually how we met. (laughs) Jill showed up to a date and had tons of interesting facts, and I was like, "You know, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I don't want, I don't want this to end. I want more." And now we have a podcast and uh, and a life together. Yeah. Uh, Rectums. So, (laughs) should we begin today's? uh, Where the hell are we? In betweeny. Yes. Let's let's do do it. it. Okay. So. Uh, Let's head on back to earlier last month to mid-July when it was revealed in the press that Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro was admitted to the hospital after experiencing 10 whole days of nonstop hiccups. No thanks. (laughs) Hard pass. Yeah. So now here's the thing. If you're not familiar with this um, man, and I'm trying to be polite here, um, I really only have two things to tell you about him. He's been dubbed the Trump of the tropics by local media. Wow. Yeah. And in 2014, he told a woman with an earshot of many, many people, quote, I wouldn't rape you because you don't deserve it. Okay. So 10 whole days of nonstop hiccups. I think he deserves a lot more. <laughs> so- <laughs> I want a lifetime sentence of nonstop hiccups. For this man. I also yeah. hope his rectum falls out. I know. Well, stay tuned. So, <laughs> Bolsonaro, who is both Catholic and evangelical, why not throw it in? Um, he was first admitted to the Armed Forces uh, the armed forces Hospital in the capital of Brasilia and looked after by the surgeon who operated on him after he was stabbed in the abdomen during a 2018 presidential campaign. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't possibly guess why... That would happen to a man like this. Yeah. <laughs> but, why would anyone do that? Right. Put a pin in this stabbing. Okay. Now, that surgeon decided to send Bolsonaro to Sao Paulo for additional tests. And boy, howdy, Mr. President sure milked it for all it was worth. Um, according to NPR, he tweeted, quote, a photo of himself lying on the hospital bed, eyes closed, several monitoring sensors stuck to his bare torso. At the edge of the photo, a hand reaches out from an unseen person wearing what appears to be a black religious robe and a long chain with a gold cross. What? End quote. What? Yeah, remember this is about hiccups, by the way. Yeah. Did we have to bring in everyone into this? Yeah. The the person in the robes? I don't know. Yeah. So even though chronic hiccups can be a manifestation of an underlying problem, as Dr. Anthony Lembo, a gastroenterologist at Boston, Boston's Beth Israel Medical Center, told NPR, 
um, Mr. Bolsonaro is going to be just fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the president told the press medications prescribed after dental surgery might be the cause. Oh. However, doctors hinted at an intestinal obstruction, which means possibly the hiccups could be related to the 2018 stabbing which had caused intestinal damage and serious internal bleeding at the time. Oh, I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe he was super constipated and tried to force one out, which is quite possible. That, yeah. Yeah. In there. It's all related. So believe it or not, any of these could trigger long-term hiccups. Wow. That's so interesting. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you please confirm and read the following from a trusted source. Of course. According to the Mayo Clinic, long-term hiccups can be triggered by metabolic disorders and drugs, like steroids and tranquilizers. Some people also develop hiccups after undergoing general anesthesia, anesthesia, anesthesia? Nailed it. Nailed it. Or after procedures that involve abdominal organs, end quote. Here you go. There so, you go. Mr. President's case of the hiccups could have been due to a variety of uh, previous occurrences. Uh, And if you're wondering if he's okay, if it stopped, honestly, I don't know or care about this politician. I didn't look up how he's doing. Yeah. Uh, For you see, I just used him as an introduction to an even longer, more extreme case of hiccups caused by another pre-existing condition, one that's a favorite around here. A brain injury. Of course. (laughs) It all comes back to a brain injury. Yeah. It's a brain injury or a parasite. Always. So many. So many. My friends, this case was so long, to this day, it holds the Guinness record for longest attack of hiccups. I'd like you to meet Charles Osborne, a man who had hiccups nonstop for approximately 68 years from 1922 to 1990. Charlie. Mm-hmm. Charlie. Yeah, so. That's too long. Yes. That's too, <laughs> I'm like tired for him. Um, okay, so where else? We should, we should begin his story, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Top to bottom. So where else does such a story begin but at a pig slaughterhouse? Uh, of course. <laughs> All the best stories start there. So uh, that's where we find our Charles back in the kooky 1920s. 1922 to be exact, and he's about to weigh one particular creature who is no little piggy. Uh, Dr. Marissa, would you please read from todayilearn.com how Charles recalled the event that changed his life? Absolutely. As he says, uh, quote, I was hanging a 350-pound hog for butchering. I picked it up and then I fell down. I felt nothing. But the doctor said later that I busted a blood vessel the size of a pin in my brain. End quote. There you go. So what started as a normal hog butchering (laughs) ended with a busted blood vessel in his brain. Correct. Cool. Exactly. Thank you, doctor. You're welcome. Yeah. So this simple action of picking up a massive amount of weight, like you said, busted an important teeny vessel supplying blood to a part of the brain we all take for granted. The part that inhibits the hiccup response. Oh my god. I love that there's a very specific part of our brain that stops that. Yes. Um, And that part is really teeny itself. It's located at the back 
and along the sides of the mandula oblongata. Oh. And if you're, if, sorry, you just made me laugh. If the medulla sounds familiar, but you can't quite recall biology lessons, don't worry, I got you. Good. Now, from healthline.com, quote, your medulla oblongata is located at the base of your brain, where the brain stem connects the brain to your spinal cord. Mm. It plays an essential role in passing messages between your spinal cord and the brain. It's also essential for regulating your cardiovascular and respiratory systems. So she's, End quote. she's an important one. Incre- <laughs> so incredibly important. Yeah. And it's the cardiovascular system and the respiratory system, those are two things you don't ever have to think about. Yeah, your, your brain does it for you. Exactly. That is until something goes wrong and your breathing becomes at best a chore and at worst a nightmare. Oh my God. Now, this pig lifting incident happened when Charles was a wee 28 years old. And according to the BBC, during the first few decades, the decades he hiccuped, get this, 40 times a minute. I would kill myself. I would kill myself. I would be, uh, no. You can't do anything. 40 times a minute. If I get two hiccups in a row, I'm like, well, that's it. That's the end of my night. (laughs) My life's over. My life's over. Yeah. Cancel everything. (laughs) So over time, with the help of medical, uh, with the help of professionals at the Mayo Clinic, Charles learned to suppress most of the noise made by a hiccup using breathing techniques between each hiccup, which meant he had to think every time he drew a breath. No. No. She curled up, guys. She curled up, everyone. Guys, (laughs) I'm exhausted for him. As he got older, his body hiccuped less uh, to about 20 times a minute. That's not that much better. (laughs) No. Um, you know what? Despite this maddening situation, he lived a full fucking normal life. Uh, he married twice and fathered eight kids. He did that and had eight kids? (laughs) What? Charlie, I, I almost aspire. (laughs) So, it wasn't until the very end of his life that the hiccups interfered with eating, um, as todayilearn.com put it, quote, he was forced to start grinding any food he ate in a blender due to the fact that it was hard for food to reach his stomach between hiccups. Oh I know. God. Now, we all know the universe has a sick sense of humor sometimes, and wouldn't you know it, Charles eventually did stop hiccuping. What? Yeah. They randomly stopped on a February morning in 1990, a year before he passed away. He got one year. Yeah. He got one year. Yeah. That's that's beautiful, but also shitty. It's just, yeah. He passed away at ninety-seven, and he, he got that. He got that one year. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, oh, Charlie. So, <laughs> fucking hell. Um. After the break, <laughs> <laughs> a man's rectum falls out while he's on the toilet. Of and, course uh, it does. And we're gonna find out how that can happen. Stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and things are sticking out where they shouldn't. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Let's head on over to Southeast China several past lives ago to 2018. So many past lives ago. Wow. So many. Uh, And we're in the home of an adult young man who's doing what most of us do. Uh, That is 
being on your phone while sitting on the toilet. I literally did it five minutes she ago. Did. So that's what she did during yeah. the break. Anyway, uh, I'm usually on Instagram drowning myself with cute dog videos to help wash away the pain of existence. Same. But this, but this young man's distraction of choice was video games. Oh. And about 30 minutes in, yes, you heard me, 30 minutes of straining, a thing of nightmares happened. Oh, my God. Dr. Marissa, with only what you know from today's title, I'd like to show you a CT scan of the butt area. Oh, no. <laughs> I waited years to say that line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you please... Ass- Tell us what you see. And of course, this photograph, the CT scan, will be on our social media stuff. So please join in, partake, and view. Yes, um, everyone can be stressed with me. That's right. Uh, what do you see in this CT scan? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I see a butt. Yes. Okay, I see a scan of a butt. Uh huh. And in the place where there is normally the crease and the asshole anus. Yeah. Uh, there's a big glob. Yeah. Of tissue-looking stuff mm. coming out, and I can only assume that is the fallen rectum. Yeah. We have heard from. Yeah. The title. Yeah. It's bulbous, isn't it? It's bulbous. It's a thing. It looks like his butt is birthing a baby. Yeah. That's crowning. Was yes. that too graphic? Did no. I make everything grosser? <laughs> Didn't think it was possible, but it's I think accurate. I did. Highly, yeah. highly accurate. So after 30 minutes of trying to push out a poop, my friends, the man went to the hospital in dire need of help. You see, the last part of the large intestine, call the rectum, became detached and slipped through or telescoped through the anus. Well, I know what I'm thinking about. (laughs) Every time I use the bathroom after this. Wow. (laughs) Telescoped through the anus, y'all. Put it on a tote. (laughs) What merch? Put it on a pillow. Please, someone. Give it to give it to your mom. <laughs> Mother's Day is coming up next year. <laughs> Plenty of time. Um, good news. This is actually a thing that happens, and the term is called rectal prolapse. I'm sorry. Good news. <laughs> uh, now I know what you're wondering. How the hell does this happen? And does it happen a lot? So. Let's ask the pros. Okay. Okay. According to the American Society of Colon and Rectal Surgeons, quote, rectal prolapse affects relatively few people, two and a half cases per 100,000 people. I don't know. That's kind of a lot. That's so many to me. (laughs) That's so many to me. Two and a half per 100,000 is... It's going to happen tomorrow. I know it is. It's going to happen to me. Uh, Continuing with the quote, this... (laughs) (laughs) This condition affects mostly adults and women over 50 years of age are six, uh, pardon me. This condition affects mostly adults and women over 50 years of age are six times as likely as men to develop rectal prolapse. Most women with rectal prolapse are in their 60s, while the few men who develop prolapse are much younger, averaging 40 years of age or less. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, And apologies for the binary language in all of these studies. 
this is right now how they are written. Uh, hopefully this adjusts, but anyway. Why older women and younger men? Dr. Marissa, would you step in and tell us more from the society? Absolutely. All right, quote, well, a number of factors have been shown to be associated with rectal prolapse development. There is no clear-cut cause of rectal prolapse. However, chronic constipation, such as infrequent stools or severe straining, is present in 30 to 67% of patients, end quote. Mm. So it ain't just constipation. We don't even fucking know. Yeah. This could happen any time. Um, uh, let's, let's, let's put a positive spin on it. Okay. <laughs> you really That's what I uh, took from this, was <laughs> that it's going to happen while I'm walking down the street in a nice dress. <laughs> I'm going to have to call you and be like, baby. <laughs> well, you really did look at me in a way I've never seen before. You looked genuinely concerned. But, okay, we've all strained. We've all been there. <laughs> But odds are this isn't going to happen to you. But for those that it does, okay? <laughs> Good news, kind of. Um, the rectum returns to its normal, normal position on its own. Okay. <laughs> but in some cases, it needs a little help. And yes, you may have to push it back in. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> yes. um, uh, do you just, okay, tell me more. Yeah, I mean, that's a bad fucking day if I ever heard one. Now, for this gentleman, he needed medical assistance in doing so, and it turns out this wasn't his first prolapse. What? Yes. Yeah. As reported by LiveScience.com, he's had this issue in the past, and it's been occurring since he was four years old. Oh, poor so, thing. Yeah, it just oh. doesn't come out of the blue. It, if you know you have it, you know you have it situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in extreme cases like this, doctors usually suggest surgery as a way to put a stop to repeated prolapses, and I'm happy to say this patient agreed to it, which is great. That's awesome. Um, he's got two options, and everyone has two options. Uh, an abdominal approach, where an incision is made in the lower abdomen, and the rectum is pulled upwards and secured to the back wall of the pelvis. Fun. Oh. Um, <laughs> and you got yourself a bottom approach. Now... I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of what doctors do here. Okay. <laughs> but if you so fancy a very in-depth description for either approach, really, head on over to the American Society of Colon and Rectal Surgeons website at FASCRS.org. What a kind gift to give to our listeners. <laughs> like a choose-your-own-adventure. like. Yes. Here's an option, and then you know what? We're not going to put this other option on you, but if you do need to know more, this is where you should go. Yes, absolutely. And I'm positive a lot of people will go there, because I know I am. I'm very yeah. curious. I, I have seen it. Uh, there's so many diagrams and the whole shebang. You'll never look at your ass the same way again. Oh, my God. Maybe <laughs> so, I won't. <laughs> so. Um, I'm happy to report uh, these procedures are wildly successful and very much help improve everyone's quality of life who suffers through this um, problem. Yeah. Um, no one should have to push their rectum back in while watching dog videos while on the can. No. 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 And uh, that's the end of In Between E-047. <laughs> what a way to end. Yes. No one should have to push in their rectum. While watching 
Dog videos. Dog videos. Puppy baby videos. Frenchie videos. Oh, the cutest. Oh, little baby Frenchies. And as we ended it, I don't know if you could hear this, but it just started to downpour. It was very... It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it was very wonderful. Yeah. Just a way to... Just to well, gorgeous. we're going to go enjoy this beautiful downpour <laughs> um, from the comfort of our homes. Uh, our home. <laughs> um, but... Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, for rating, for reviewing. We so appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, uh, R.K. Podowski. We Thank see you. you. And everyone who rates and subscribes, we see it. And it just brings the flock together. That's how we all find each other. So it really does mean a lot. It means so much. Yeah. Please tell your friends about rectums. And uh, I guess just stay interesting. Please do.